You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 232. Who can lead a small group? And if you've been with me the last few episodes, we've been talking about this really important subject of small groups in the local church. And you may call them something different. You may call them life groups. You may call them connect groups, small groups. Some people call them discipleship groups. Um, honestly, in some of the big denominational churches, the Sunday school program can actually function as a small group. I've seen that happen on a number of occasions. But whatever you call them, your church needs small groups. And so we've talked about why they're important. We've talked about what the um, a small group format, you know, different types of small group formats, how to run the meetings. Today I want to talk about who can lead a small group. What are the requirements for leading a small group? Uh, a number of years ago, there was a, a young man, and uh, actually it was a couple that my wife and I had been working with, and they were actually part of our small group. And um, he, he was a relatively new Christian, having come back to the Lord a year before, but he was really growing. He was one of those people that was just on fire, and he was growing, and you could just see God working in his life, and um, really a heart for people, a heart for God, just really um, a, a great young man. And so I actually challenged him. After being in our small group for a year, I challenged he and his wife to step out and lead a small group of their own. And he was terrified. He's like, I, I, I can't. I, I don't know the Bible. I, I, I don't know how to pray. I, I haven't been a Christian that long. And, and he just started you know, ticking off one excuse after another. And I said, look, do you love God? And he, he, he got quiet and he said, yeah, I do. I, I really love God. He's done so much in my life. I said, do you love people? He said, yeah, you know, I really do. I love our church. I love the people in our church. I, I even love the idea of, 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 of helping take care of them. I'm just scared. And I said, well, one last thing. Do you know how to use Google? Because that was one of his fears, this fear of being asked questions he didn't know. And he, he laughed. He said, yeah, I know how to use Google. And I said, well, then you're qualified. Now, he, he and his wife actually went on to lead a very successful Connect group. They're currently the young adult pastors in this particular church, um, still leading a, a small group, but also looking after the, 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 the many young adults in the church as well. So they're doing a phenomenal job. But you know, I think sometimes we're scared. This this idea of, you know, I just can't do it, you know, kind of comes into our, our consciousness and we just don't know. We, we're not sure if we're qualified or not. So I'm going to kind of just build on those things that I told you that I told my friend. I want to just elaborate on them a little bit and then maybe add a couple of other things that are good ideas for somebody who's going to lead a small group. 
First of all, like I said, it's got to be somebody who loves God. I mean, that kind of goes without saying, but it's got to be somebody that's got a vibrant relationship with Christ. They're not perfect. None of us are perfect. We all have issues, but it's somebody who's growing in their faith. They don't have to have all the answers, but there's somebody that would say that they are growing in Christ. They're on the journey of discipleship discipleship themselves, and they're they're able to take others along. Again, it's not about having all the answers. It's about being a Christian and, and growing and really somebody who's who's spending time with the Lord, somebody who's reading their Bible, spending time in prayer, really just kind of what you think of a, when you think of a Christian. That's who we're looking for to lead a group. We don't have to be perfect. We just have to be growing. We have to be um, constantly uh, getting stronger in our faith. So that's the first one. The second one, like I, like I told my friend, somebody who loves people. Look, if you don't like people, then leading a connect group is really a bad idea. And, you know, this seems obvious, but I've talked to people over the years that have this this kind of uh, almost a Pollyanna view of leadership as being just this incredible thing that I'm going to get to use my gifts and I'm going to get to teach and preach and, you know, really just kind of um, be on the platform. And, you know, leading a small group, that's not what it's about. It's about caring for people. And if we're more in love with our gift uh, than we are for caring for people, then we're going to have problems. It's all about the people. And, you know, we said a couple of weeks ago that a small group system, some type of, you know, life groups, connect groups, whatever you call them, really should function as the primary pastoral care vehicle for your church. In other words... Most of the pastoral care in your church is going to take place in the small group setting. If people are going through a crisis, that's not going to be dealt with on a Sunday morning. It's going to be dealt with during the week at the small group meeting. The person's going to be able to to talk about what they're going through. Their group's going to be able to pray for them and take other steps um, as they see fit. For example, if somebody in the church experiences a death in the family, um, well, you know, there's other people in the church that may want to get involved in taking meals and supporting and encouraging, but the person's small group, their connect group, is going to be the primary means um, of looking after that family during a crisis. It's the same if somebody um, loses their job. Um, that's really not going to be dealt with on a Sunday morning. It's their community. They're the closest people that the, um, the people that they're closest to are going to be those in their small group. And so those are going to be the people who are going to support them, encourage them, pray with them, um, maybe take them some, some groceries, whatever the need uh, might be, it's going to be taken care of in a small group setting. Well, all right, let me pause here for just a minute. We still have two really uh, good things to talk about when we're talking about leading a small group. But before we do that, I want to let you know that this week's resource highlight is not one of my books. 
Usually I recommend uh, one of my books because I would love for you to um, check out some of the stuff that I've written. There's some great material out there, but you can find it on my website, davidspell.com. But this week's resource highlight is a book called Wiki Church. Wiki Church, W-I-K-I Church. Wiki Church, Making Discipleship, Engaging, Empowering, and Viral. The book's by Steve Murrell, who's an American, but he's a missionary pastor of an incredibly church, incredible church that um, he planted in the Philippines. It's a large, thriving, vibrant church. But one of the reasons that it's growing and thriving and vibrant is the small group system that uh, Steve Murrell and his team created early on. And so what he does is he outlines um, in Wiki Church how they did this and how small groups really is the, uh, he would say, probably the primary vehicle for the growth of their church. And it is. It's a, it's a huge church. Thousands and thousands of people attend in, in several locations. But um, the, the small group system that they have is so powerful and it's so simple. Uh, many of their small groups are small, two, three, four people. But he typically, they encourage people that, uh, you know, once they've come to Christ, um, within a few weeks after they've accepted Jesus, that they should be going back and, and, and attempting to lead their friends to Christ. And um, and Steve Steve's very honest in the book. He says, look, this is an Asian culture, so some things work there that won't work in the U.S. But he said most of these underlying principles will work in any setting because they're kingdom principles. So I encourage you to check out Wiki Church. It's a fun read. It's an easy read. It's got some great stories. Um, just, just a fantastic book. But it also is very, very challenging, um, especially if you're either not involved in a small group or your church doesn't, doesn't offer that. Um, this is a resource to put in your pastor's hands, or if you're the pastor, um, I encourage you to take a look at this because it will transform your church. Well, all right, we are back. So, so far, we're talking about, today we're talking about who can lead a connect group. What are the requirements to lead a small group? We've talked about, um, very simply, someone who loves God, someone who's growing in their Christian faith. Number two, somebody who loves people. That's simple enough. We've, we've got to be able to care for people. We've got to have a pastor's heart. Number three, Someone who regularly attends church. Now, again, this seems obvious, but, um, you know, invariably we, we have people who um, aren't as involved in church as they should be, and yet they're wanting to lead a small group. Recently, I say recently, in the last year, um, someone who I was coaching in one of our small groups had really kind of taken a step back. They weren't serving in any capacity. They weren't coming to church every Sunday, and they they wanted to lead a small group. Now, they had come to me and they had said, listen, I want to lead a small group, but I'm back in church now. I'll be there. I'm, I'm committed. I'll attend. But because they had been out of church, really uh, not being very consistent, they had trouble building a connect group. And we're going to talk about how to do that next week. But they were having trouble building a connect group because they weren't connected to people. And part of being in a connect group means inviting them to your connect group. And um, we can invite strangers, but it's better to invite people we have some relationship with. So being in church. And you know, honestly, connect group 
leaders are just that. They're leaders, and leaders need to be in church. Now, look, if you're on vacation, you're on vacation. But to, to just get up on a Sunday and go, ah, you know, I'm just tired. I think I'm just going to stay home today. You know, that language shouldn't even be in your vocabulary. If you're a leader, then you've got to be in church. And how can we set the example for the people that we're leading if we're not there? And, you know, sadly, um, the reality is if we're not in church, we're missing out on so much. We're missing out on, on what's going on. And, um, you know, we're missing out on meeting people and connecting with people and being a part of what God's doing. And, you know, Paul's great analogy of the body, um, how, you know, the the arm can't get by, you know, the hand can't get by without the rest of the arm. You know, the finger needs the hand. Um, you know, the eye can't say to the ear, I don't need you. We, we all work together. And so that's the beauty of the body of Christ. We have to be in church together. And so, um, you know, we don't look at church as a, as a chore or, or a habit or, or something we have to do. It's something we get to do. And serving and leading, and especially leading a connect group or a small group, flows out of that. This is such a privilege, such an honor, and we get to do this, and we get to help take care of the people. So somebody, it's got to be somebody. That's a requirement. You've got to be somebody who regularly attends church. Um, another requirement, someone who has been a part of a small group. In other words, we're not going to let somebody lead a small group who's never been in a small group. Um, I mean, it seems obvious, but every now and then we'll have people come up who, um, you know, they've just decided, hey, I want to lead a group. And then, you know, we'll, we'll start asking or looking at the records and there'll be no evidence of them having been a part of a group. Listen, you're going to have trouble leading if you've never been a part. And so we would say, look, get in a connect group, get in a, for a semester or a year or so and um, lead, maybe assist. And then, and then we'll talk about leading. But, you know, everything flows out of, you know, us participating. And as we participate, we develop our skills, we develop our gifts, and then we can, we can look at possibly leading. Um, another requirement that, that, that we, we have for our Connect Group leaders is, you know, you should be serving in some capacity in the church. Um, you know, the, the, the young man that I mentioned who, who was just terrified of leading a group, he was serving in a couple of different areas in the church. And, you know, Honestly, we, we want to encourage people in every level of the church to, to be serving. And if the Connect Group leaders aren't serving somewhere, it's kind of a tough sell to say that, uh, you know, the people in the group should be serving as well. And look, I get it. There's seasons in life and, you know, things change. But but on the whole, we should be looking for, for areas to plug in and use our, our, our time, our talent, and our resources to, to help build the kingdom. So we always look for people that are serving. Um, and then the last one is simply this. You know, I mean, I you know mentioned jokingly, you know, to, to my friend, ask him if he could use Google. But you know, the, the the thing is, so many people are worried about people asking questions that they're not going to have the answers to. You know, there's going to be something in Connect Group that's going to come up, and they're just not going to know how to answer it. Can I tell you, it's really not that big of a deal to say I don't know. It's not that big of a deal to say you know what tell you what, why don't we all do a little research this week and we'll come back next week and talk about that. Because now you're pulling everybody in the group in. You're asking everybody to dig in and see what they can find. And, you know, granted, it may be kind of weird if you find some weird stuff on the internet, but still pulling people in and, and, and asking them to do a little research is a great way to generate discussion 
for next crew. So don't feel bad if you don't have all the answers. None of us have all the answers. None of us know the Bible as well as we should. The bottom, I mean, the most important two things, love God, love people. Um, you know, and these other things we talked about as well, um, regularly attending church, having been a part of a small group, serving in some capacity. You know, those things, everything else just falls into place. If you love people well, if you don't know the answer to a question, they're not going to leave your connect group. I promise. You know, if somebody asks you a question from the Bible and you go, you know what, I'm just not sure. I promise people are not going to get up and leave. They don't care that much. And it creates an opportunity for everybody to serve and to dig in together and do a little study. Well, now I'd love to hear from you. What did I miss? We're talking about who can lead a small group. What are the requirements to lead a small group? Now, next week, we're going to dig in a little bit, and we're going to talk about how we can grow our group. And we'll kind of build on what we've talked about the last few weeks. But I'd love to hear from you. If there's some other requirements you think somebody should have, um, let me know. Go to davidspell.com, leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post, and let's talk about it. I love interacting with you. I love all the great questions and comments that I get. And while you're at davidspell.com, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. I would love to stay in touch, and I'll never give your email address away. It's, uh, it's just between you and I. Well, friends, until next time, this is David Spell encouraging you to continue developing leaders.